0: Shop it all at samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately.
1: Shop on eBay this holiday season to get more.
0: For your dough on stand mixers. Mm. Or get more.
1: For your buck on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear. And on eBay, you can even get more. (gasps) Bling for less cha-ching on jewelry. You can get more because
0: you save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Get more when you get it on eBay.
1: Hey, everybody. It's Sam with Pro Wrestling Overtime. And, you know, I was watching MLW last night, and I was really sitting and thinking and enlisting all the people that I basically could remember that had shown up on MLW in the past, I don't know, six months. And I thought about the deal Court Buyer was trying to make with the WWE. And the longer I thought about it, the more and more I thought, how does this make any sense for the wrestlers? Now, wait, wait, wait. I know some of you are WWE apologists. I know some of you are MLW fanatics. Some of you have never even watched MLW. Well, here's the thing. Should should be the only thing, if you're a WWE fan, that you should think of. MLW helped create and get on people's radar MJF. You guys who have been listening to the episodes, you know how I feel about MJF. I think he's already one of the best heels in the business. WWE fans do not write me about Roman Reigns. Don't. Don't even bother. He has two moves and he's got Paul Heyman speaking for him now. He says mm, three sentences an entire show and you guys think he's awesome. Jay Uso does the dirty work. MJF does not have that. Is MJF's Wrestling that much better than Roman's. Yes, go look him up on YouTube. He can flippity-flop and fly with the best of them. He just chooses not to because he doesn't want to get hurt after a veteran's advice. But yes, he is technically um, a grappler and is way superior in the wrestling movement than Roman Reigns. But we're getting off topic. Here's the thing. I'm so glad that this came out, that WWE and MLW weren't speaking. Because when it was first talked about in the dirt sheets, I just kind of read the headline. And I thought, oh my God, this might be awesome. I did wonder how some of the wrestlers would take it, though. Specifically, TJP and Leo Rush. But, we'll talk about that in a minute. But then, when I started reading the articles, I listened to Dave Metzler and Brian Alvarez's podcast, And it wasn't necessarily MLW merging or switching talent with main roster. They wanted MLW talent to go to NXT. And I was offended. If you've been listening to the episodes, I have been tooting MLW's horn. I'm excited that they're getting to be on Vice. I know their very first episode was an older episode, but I hope that they truly plan come their their next season in July that it is a different show and it shows talent now. Because can... MLW's lower-level talent take on NXT. Yes, of course. Gino Medina, L.A. Park, his sons, Savio Vega, even Rocky Romero, Mil Martitas, uh, Low-Key, King Mo. Maybe even Mads Kruger could go to NXT, learn, could take on uh, some of the stars of NXT and I would love to see Mads Kruger take on Karen Cross. Absolutely love it. I would love to see Loki take on Finn Balor. But then you have some mid to low level talent in MLW that WWE has already said isn't good enough. What do you do with them? They released or fired or however you want to term it, Devari and ACH, Jordan Miles. They were both, you know, at times in NXT, and they basically were told they weren't good enough. So what do you do with them? Are they ones that don't go to NXT? Are they ones that are not allowed to cross over? Or are they ones that if WWE allows NXT talent to go to MLW, they take on them there? But here's the main problem that I had with top-line MLW talent going to NXT. They're too good. Yeah, that's right. You heard me. They're too good. Let's talk about the very first problem that I mentioned. What do you do with TJP and Leo Rush who were deemed not good enough for WWE? Vince McMahon saw them as too small. TJP, I would say his personality and character is coming out more and more. He's on three different shows with Three different characters. Yes, you heard me exactly right. He's on New Japan Strong, he's on MLW, and he's on Impact Wrestling, and he's three completely different characters. He's probably one of the top 20 to top 25 best technical wrestlers in the world. Today. You want him to take on Pete Dunne? Really? Are you kidding me? He has forgotten more moves and counter moves and submission moves than Pete Dunne knows. He's been all around the world and is widely respected... For his unbelievable wrestling ability and talent. Then you have Leo Rush, who, in probably the last year and a half, definitely in the last six months, has also proven how big of a mistake WWE made. I truly believe that Vince McMahon. And especially Bruce Pritchard saw him as a talker and a short, small wrestler that people should flick around like a fly. Well, that short, small wrestler has the Triple A, I believe it is the Cruiserweight Championship. He has MLWs um middleweight championship. He also is on two shows. He's on MLW and New Japan Strong. He has proven to be extremely um, impressive in his wrestling ability. He was just in Bloodsport six. Uh, which I believe is the previous episode, if you want to go listen to me talk about what he does in Bloodsport. He was unbelievable there. But yet, WWE let him go, just like TJP. What do you do to them? They are more athletically talented, gifted, and no more moves than most of the NXT talent. Leo Rush is a better promo than all of NXT put together except for maybe Finn Balor. Maybe Adam Cole. TJP would have a good match with both of them. Then what do you do? Now, putting him up on the main roster? Putting Leo Rush up on the main roster? Yes, that makes sense. Sending them to NXT? Are you kidding? Let's talk about some of the other top-tier talent that's in MLW. Let's talk about Calvin Tankman. He's a youngster. He's 355 pounds. Athletic as all, get out. Uh, reminds me a little bit of Bronson Reed and Keith Lee. But he's got this it factor that I don't believe either one of them have. Should he be sent to NXT? Mm, maybe. Probably with a six months to a year plan to bring him up to face main roster talent, but he's one that I truly believe. I don't know that he wants to go to WWE, and I don't know that he would want to take on NXT talent. Same thing with MLW's heavyweight champion. It's Jacob Fatou. Yes, Jacob Fatou, the same Fatu family that is related to Jimmy and Jay Uso, related to Tamina, Nia Jax, and to Roman Reigns. And you want him the M or the MLW Heavyweight Champion? You want him to go to NXT? And take on the NXT champion? Are you serious? That degrades their title? That would degrade Jacob Fatou? He would be perfect on the main roster. There will not be a, a doubt in my mind that he will end up showing up at other promotions soon. He will be on the indie circuit. Soon, when his contract runs out, it will not surprise me if other promotions offer him big money. Same thing, they're just getting their feet wet, but you can tell, number one, there's that special it factor, and two, they're extremely athletically talented, and Ross can cut a promo in a half. And of course, I'm talking about the Von Eriks. The third generation. Kevin's sons. Ross and Marshall Van Eric Or Von Erich. They are a tag team. They would have a great match with MSK. Probably a great match... With, um... El Lagado del Fantasma. Um... Trying to think. Probably with Imperium. And do they need to get their feet wet in NXT? Yeah. Just like Calvin Tankman. Court buyer would have to say... Yes... For six months, for a year, they can take on NXT talent, but eventually they're going to have to join and get in some kind of program with your main roster. There's not a doubt in my mind that they're going to be a totally different team in a year, and they're going to be on the indie circuit. I will not be shocked if they show up in other promotions um, when their contract is up. I really do look for them to go to Impact Wrestling or AEW. I think they want to end up with AEW because AEW takes tag teams seriously. And they have probably the best men's tag team division around. And then you've got somebody like Tom Lawyer, who fought in UFC, who is still fighting in Bellator. Matter of fact, he just, I think he had a, uh, a fight back in the second or third week of April. There was a reason he couldn't be at Bloodsport. It was, uh, I think, the first blood sport that he had missed. He was training for an MMA fight. He is extremely talented and great as a grappler. And he is showing that he can lead Team Filthy in New Japan Strong and in in MLW very well. And in MLW, he's got two guys that aren't great around him. Now, in New Japan Strong, yeah, he had Danny Lomelight until he signed with AEW. But, I mean, Tom Lawyer has proven to be a character and a half. If you don't believe it, listen to him with Brian Alvarez. Breaking Down, um, SmackDown, and. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. It just slipped my mind. I can't think of the other show. Oh, they break down New Japan Strong, of course. The other Friday night show. And they're just unreal. But then you've got two kids. Injustice. That are lighting the indie world on fire. And I do mean on fire. Myron Reed. Superstar in the making. But again. Short, small wrestler. They'll want to send him to NXT. His promos. ...are excellent. He wrestles excellent. His story behind his character... ...excellent. He held... ...the MLW... ...middleweight championship... ...before Leo Rush... ...and is just now... ...getting his rematch... ...and... ...it... ...happened on May 5th... ...but... ...I don't want to give it away yet... Because some of you may not have watched it yet. His partner in Injustice called his own shot, basically, Wrestlemania week. I think he ended up wrestling seven times or eight times. I know he wrestled three times in one day to win the Acid Cup. Like I said, unbelievable talent. If you would have talked to me this time last year, I when the pandemic was just starting, and I had seen him in January and February, I think I would have told you, I just don't know about Jordan Oliver. He was 170 pounds on, I think he's six three, six four. And he just looked like somebody could break him in half. He knew all of these different moves, but botched them sometimes. Feet not being planted correctly, like hand placement not being done correctly. Over the pandemic, he got in shape. He said, this is my time. He not only improved his cardio and his strength, he put on 50 pounds. Yes, you heard me right, 50 pounds. He's 220 pounds now. I believe he's 25 or 26. And like I said, he has been lighting MLW up, but he went and showed out WrestleMania week For GCW, The Collective, I don't know how many shows he was on. Four, five? And wrestled top talent. And looked unbelievable. If he did not catch someone's eye down there, I will be shocked. I don't know how long his his contract is with Court Buyer. He will be in Impact AEW or WWE very soon when his contract runs out. There's not a doubt in my mind. He has all the makings of it. He has the look. He has the talent. Now he has the size. And like I said, he got stronger and faster. Maybe I should say more agile. During the pandemic, when MLW came back, I guess it was last summer. You could see all of that. Plus, he had worked with a trainer, and there were no more hand placement issues. There were no more botches. He just took on Jacob Fatou in a heavyweight championship bout that Fatou won. But I think the real winner of it was Jordan Oliver for his... Selling, but also his passion, his desire, and his offensive moves that he did get off against Tattoo. No way he should be in NXT. But I think because of his age, he's matured a lot, but he's still got a long way to go. WWE will want to stick him in NXT. And retrain him. Guys, he doesn't need retrained. And let me let you in on a little secret. You need young talent. Do you guys realize that out of 30 contestants in the Royal Rumble, there were only two? Yeah, you heard me. Two that were under the age of 30. And one of them was Otis. Who shouldn't be up on the main roster as far as I'm concerned. He should be in NXT. And Dominic Mysterio. Who has shocked the world with how great he has showed out. Guys. Then you have the Dynasty. This was the faction that MJF was basically the leader of before he left and went to AEW. Alexander Hamilton and Richard Holiday are both still there and members of the dynasty. They have totally different characters, but yet somehow fit together. Both of those characters need a little bit more development, but not a whole lot. And they need to be on main roster WWE with their talent, their wrestling ability, their promo ability, and their characters. If you stuck them in NXT... They would stand out like a sore thumb. Only in a good way. In a way that would show NXT up. Again. When their contracts are done. They. May sign with Impact. That will allow them also to work with MLW like TJP does. But I don't know. If. MLW will not let them work back and forth. (coughs) Excuse me. I still have my cold. Um, I look for them to sign with the big boys. AEW or WWE. If they sign with AEW, they will not be on Dark and Elevation only for very long. They will be on Dynamite and be like everyone else on AEW, be on Dark and Elevation, to draw viewers to see new talent. WWE doesn't really do that with Main Event, or NXT, or NXT UK, or 205, or any other other programs. You know, you're not going to see... Roman Reigns on main event. However, you will see John Moxley on elevation, you will see Kenny Omega, the current champion, on dark to not only draw viewers but also to work with young talent to get them up to speed and to get them ready. MLW has already announced July 10th will be the start of their next season. It is going to take place in Philadelphia, and they will have a crowd, an audience. They are hoping it will be full capacity. They've already started selling tickets for it. Guys, I'm telling you, if... This would have been done right. And Court Buyer. Would have negotiated correctly. And maybe he did. Which is why WWE didn't sign anything. Some of the people they have. Don't belong in NXT. Or if they do. Very spot appearances. Or NXT talent coming over to try to prove to them that they're to their level with them issuing a beatdown and sending them home. Because like I said, what do you do with TJP, Leo Rush, DaVari, ACH, that WWE's already said isn't good enough? It's craziness to me. But, like I said, I was watching MLW, I thought, well, I want to pull up my thoughts on an episode and see what you guys think. So, you need to let me know. Guys, it's very easy to reach me. ot at gmail.com is my email. ProWrestlingOT at gmail.com I'm on Twitter, pro-overtime, 2 O's, pro-overtime. Yes, the DMs are open. That's a question I always get. Yes, the DMs are open. Instagram, pro-wrestling, overtime. Um, you can make your remarks under whatever episode that you have a question about or you want to give me your thoughts or opinions on. Yes, the DMs are open there also. Facebook. Wrestling page is Wrestling Overtime. Again, the podcast episodes are up there. You feel free to comment on them or make your own post, and we'll talk. Uh, We do have a Facebook group. It is All Pro Wrestling All the Time. Lots of news stories on there, pictures, um, comments, whatever. Feel free to join that if you want. I just want to kind of hear y'all's opinion on this. Were you excited about this happening? Did you think it through? Do you rate MLW on NXT's level... And if so, have you truly watched MLW? Do you know the people that have come from there? Do you watch NXT? Do you watch Raw and SmackDown? I think a lot of people watch WWE and they don't watch anything else. Or they don't even know there's anything else on MLW right now is on Wednesday nights. I believe it is at 6 or 7. I think it's at 7 p.m. because I always watch it after AEW. But it's on YouTube. And it drops, um, I think it's 7 o'clock. And like I said, I usually watch AEW now. And then I go to YouTube and watch MLW. So, guys, you ought to check it out. It's free. They are now on Saturdays on Vice, which is where Dark Side of the Ring is. So, look them up on Saturdays. Um, They have completed two shows there. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I haven't watched the second one. The first one was a repeat of an older show. So we'll see how it goes. But I do want to hear y'all's opinion. Let me know what you're thinking about this. Did you want to see it happen, or were you like me, and after you heard... The details was like, oh, no, 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 that's bad. Let me know. You've got all the ways you can get a hold of me. And I will be talking to you guys soon. And I'll see you down the road.
0: Shop it all at samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. With 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, Clickranger.com or just stop by.